It's Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. I'm Tanya Harris, and welcome to TMI Daily, your daily roundup of everything people are talking about online since they aren't allowed to talk about it in person. The long-awaited meeting between Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin took place today in Geneva. This must have been awkward for Putin since he didn't have any video of Biden with urinating prostitutes to give as a welcome gift. Tucker Carlson is now saying that the January 6th insurrection may have been a false flag operation perpetrated by our FBI. Wait, hang on. So you're saying it wasn't jovial tourists who were welcomed into the building by police? Hmm. Jared Kushner announced that he is writing the definitive account of the Trump administration. Wow, remember the good old days when that used to be called turning state's evidence? 21 House Republicans voted against awarding the Congressional Gold Medal to the Capitol Police who protected them from the insurrectionists. Not surprising, the villains never give the Scooby Gang any awards after they foil their plot. Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced that he signed a resolution asserting Texas sovereignty under the 10th Amendment, which notifies the Congress and president to cease acts of encroaching upon the powers of states. Let's hope Greg remembers that bill the next time it gets chilly again in Dallas. Olympic track and field athlete Shelby Houlihan claimed that eating a tainted burrito led to a positive test for a banned substance. Taco Bell was quick to brag that all eating their burritos led to is diarrhea. A new report says that Amazon tracks warehouse workers every move because Jeff Bezos thinks people are inherently lazy. Well, he's got a point. Amazon wouldn't be nearly as successful if people would occasionally get off the couch and go to the store. (laughs) It was announced today that the Real Housewives of Orange County, Kelly Dodd, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke, and Elizabeth Lynn Vargas have been let go for the show before the new season begins. Facing unemployment and the rising cost of West Coast real estate, the ladies might be relocating to the Real Housewives of the Middle America. Harvey Weinstein has been ordered to be extradited from New York to California in order to face sexual assault charges. Like most things in Hollywood, this is a sequel many have been anticipating for a long, long time. Anna DeArmas has moved on from Ben Affleck and is now dating a Tinder executive, making this literally the most right swipe anyone involved with Twitter has ever had. Now, let's send it over to tonight's TMI Daily cast and crew roundtable. Stay safe. Thanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TMI Daily. I'm Veronica Yellow, and as always, I'm joined by some of my TMI Daily crew. Let's go around and say hello to everyone watching at home or listening to our TMI Daily podcast. Let's start with you, Pete. You know, it's really hot when when you look at the temperature today and say, it's only 101. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yesterday it was literally 116 degrees here. And so, I'm not melting today. So no, it's not. It's, you know, and thank God we're not in Texas or they'd make us turn off our air conditioning. And set it to 82 while you're sleeping. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the right that's way to do it. That's a new rule. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth. 82 while you're sleeping? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. kill me now. Good mm-hmm. Lord. No, thank you. 
How you doing, Elizabeth? I'm good. I have a my. I think I mentioned it the other day. My apartment building did send out very clear instructions that the air conditioning is not magic. It will not drop the temperature in your apartment thirty degrees like instantaneously. So don't set it at like sixty eight if it's like ninety or a hundred out. Uh, so I have a, I have a pretty rock solid system. Uh, I'm mostly just trying to not bake the cat alive in the apartment. Is the real. Yeah, we, we we have that same problem with Veronica's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who's visiting us right now? Danny, how you doing? Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. I'm doing great. It was so hot today. I wore a jacket in the office because it was so cold in there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have, I have a pile of sweaters in the office that I go, I'm going back to now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was bad. In June. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but to sub in for Joe... It's wish fulfillment day, so make a wish and help somebody make it come true. It's uh, National Vinegar Day, National Fudge Day, and National Veggies Day. What's your favorite vegetable? For me, it's broccoli rob, like broccolini. Orange bell peppers. I was going to make a really uh, horrible comment. I'll I'll, I'll say just peppers. Grilled asparagus. I was gonna say, say uh, no, forget it, forget it, forget don't it. Don't do it, don't do it. It's just, it's, it's a cheap joke about yeah. mental illness. Come yeah, on, yeah, no. yeah, don't <laughs> do it, don't do it. <laughs> like, just stop while you're ahead. Get this <laughs> fucking canceled. I don't want you canceled. Actually, tomorrow's whole show about can- uh, cancel culture. It's gonna be fun. I, yeah. <laughs> it breaks out about it. And dads. Started. You know how I told you guys yesterday how bummed I was that I couldn't go to the Foo Fighters show last night. Because, you know, they played for just strictly, you know, vaccinated people. So mm-hmm. I found out today that Ricky Schwarter was outside the Foo Fighters concert. He was leading a whole, an- uh, an- this anti-vax like group out there. So, um, yeah, I'm sad I missed that as well. So I would have uh. loved to have seen the Foo's, you know, my rock god Dave Grohl. And I would have loved to have seen Ricky Schwarter outside the Foo Fighters concert throwing <laughs> a hissy fit. So, anyways, yeah, mm-hmm. just want to... Now you're gonna have to wait till he's outside of Ralph's doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Seriously. Or outside of a TMI show. <laughs> you never know, right? He's like, oh, they talked about us, <laughs> about, about me. Okay, so let's start tonight's show. Tonight's the fun. It's the fun night. It's always a fun Again, night. You did, you did this it's last week. I will not night. allow you to say that other nights are not fun. These nights the best. This is my favorite <laughs> night. Yeah, like, it's just this okay. night. Lighthearted, maybe is the most lighthearted. lighthearted. And it has my whimsical. And it has my favorite segment in it as well. So. Sure, it's always good to discuss real-world news and give our opinions, but it's a lot more fun to discuss stories we have absolutely no way of verifying are true. For that reason, it's time for This Week in Gossip, in which we've gone through all the major gossip websites and pulled some of the biggest stories (laughs) of the week, none of which have been verified to be true. (laughs) I'll tell you the story, and you can either tell me what you know about it or just comment on it. Okay, so the first story has to do with Kelly Clarkson. And according to gossip sites, friends are very concerned that being alone after her divorce, she may be drinking in more than just success as she has been seen chugging bottles of wine nightly. So who I have no opinion about this whatsoever. I mean, I hope not. Yeah. That sounds bad. Yeah, I have to say one thing. When I was looking for, I, I if you type in the words Google, uh, into Google, I'm sorry, if you type into Google Kelly Clarkson and drinking or Kelly Clarkson and wine, 
There is a platinum. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it that she kind of has big wine mom energy in a way. Huh. Like all those, you know, Target t-shirts that are like, it's wine o'clock. Don't talk to me until I have had wine. <laughs> like all those kind of things. Uh, I, and I like Kelly Clarkson a lot, but I can see where she gives off that vibe that maybe that people kind of put those together. And she um, has right. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. You know, she, she definitely looks like she could, she could probably drink you under the table though. I don't know why. So she, she doesn't look like she's a, she's a lightweight when it comes to drinking. <laughs> well, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> That's <Hey>. true. <laughs> okay. The next story has to do with Leo DiCaprio. And according to some people, he is furious that Julianne Huff's niece is claiming that Julianne, uh, Julianne said Leo was a titanic flop in the bedroom. So I found out today that these two hooked up. Pete actually filled me in. I had no idea that they had ever had a relationship. So um, they didn't have it. So that's the thing. They did not have a relationship. It was a hookup, it was a hookup and she confirms that they did hook up. There, there is there is that much confirmation in the story, but um, she has never actually said that he that he was bad in bed to the press. But then again, she did not deny it when her when her niece said that she said it. So, mm. and, if, yeah, go ahead. If I may, why do you think he only dates people like twenty two and under? It's because they don't know any better. <laughs> yeah, but this this has to for a guy like him. This has to be like just a killer for. I know, know for like, the leader. What are the leaders of the pussy posse in yeah. Hollywood? This mm-hmm. is a devastating blow right That's after the like standard closing. Do, yeah, yeah. Well, no pun intended, right? Like a, 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 a bad shooter if you're in the pussy posse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's um, all we got to say about that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. So he slept with who? I'm sorry. Julianne And then her, and then apparently oh, Julianne so Huff told I, her. I has been. I has been who's not in the limelight <laughs> and wants some attention. Get out of here. No, no, she didn't see that. She, didn't say, she didn't say it. It was her, her niece. niece. Now, who's her TikTok, niece? Right? Some random like girl. She's, Is she famous I, too? Or no, no, I think she's. I think she's like another like Instagram person or something. Oh, like it, Instagram it's or TikTok. Surprising that that family even gets a suntan. You know, when they live in the shadow of their must, much more talented and famous brother. Oh my God! Look at you. They need to like in a bitch fit over. Shots like my twin brother. You know, because we were born legit the same day, month, and year, so hours apart. Kitty, put out your put away those claws. I I love Leo. Yeah. We're Scorpios. Don't Caprio. No, I don't. Believe- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't believe I, anything that comes out of Julianne Huff's mouth. See, the only reason why I would think this wasn't a true story would be because if, if you can't really say anything else about about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio that's going to make him mad. I mean. People, you know, people criticized him in movies. They praised him in movies. You know, as a as a person, they've said good, bad things about him. But nobody's ever said he's bad and bad. And that that just has to be like that's mm-hmm. that's like the worst thing. You say. I, I mean, I was trying to think of what you would equate that to, but it would be like I don't know, maybe like saying Trump was never good on Twitter, uh, <laughs> like like that was like you. That's that's like his whole persona, you know. Mm-hmm. Outside, yeah, of is. Yeah, no one no. cares about Julianne Huff. So now, since no one wants to know okay. about her, she's for, bringing you know, her back. How about this? So. Yeah, for, for the purposes of the story, let's pretend that it's not Julianne Huff. It's just a random woman who who, who had sex with with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, which, they, ironically they, enough, I think is what he refers to all of them. Yeah, they just they just yeah. want her two minutes of fame. 
Okay. Wow. So wait, I'm trying to figure out whose side you're on. Is it Leonardo's or Leo. the cops? Yeah, I think I'm on Leo's side. <laughs> okay, so you're you're defending Leo. Yeah, and somehow I just I don't believe this story, but I'm also like Team Leo all the way. So <laughs> I love Leonardo. DiCaprio. I kind of want to believe it because I, I want to believe it. I love. Well, you like, mean he's, he's not that perfect? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no, they're not that. It's not another perfect. It's that he wasn't a part of something referred to as the pussy boss. Yeah, I mean it's like being it's like being the guy on the Yankees. Who, who doesn't hit the ball out of the infield that he's on a team called the Bronx Bombers. Like, it just, it's not the same thing. It's like, and I'm sorry, if you had to call yourselves the Pussy Posse, you probably aren't, yeah, like, maybe you're uh, racking up numbers, but the quality sure isn't there, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the whole Pussy Posse thing is is, is very overrated when you realize that Toby Maguire was part of the Pussy He really posse. takes that, that whole crew. <laughs> It's like I'm sure Toby can get in, but but I mean, like nobody wants to look at Toby and like, oh, there's a pussy hand. Yeah, yeah, there's a real pee hand. As a woman, I could I confirm that. That's absolutely one hundred percent correct. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to Drew Barrymore. Okay. So, uh, supposedly, she thought she sent a joke video to of herself in the nude getting dressed to her best friend Cameron Diaz, but accidentally sent it to a sixteen year old boy named Matthew. You know, I, when Pete told me this story, I was just saying, I mean, if that's her best friend, like, I'm sure she has her right number. So how would that go? Unless, you know, somebody leaked it or I don't know if she got hacked. Yeah. How did she send it yeah. to this Matthew kid? Well, see, now I try to confirm this story because every so often some of these stories come across even more bizarre than the, the normal gossip right. ones. And this wasn't anywhere else except for the National Enquirer. Okay. But the Enquirer said that this came directly from her, that this wasn't like she didn't like it, like it wasn't leaked from somebody else and somebody else didn't say this happened. It's that she said in an inter- interview that she meant to send this to, um, to, to Cameron Diaz as a joke. And somehow or another, so she switched the numbers around or she did something and it ended up in the hands of the 16 year old boy. But he was very cool about it and said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to delete it. I'm not going to tell anybody, which right there alone, Leads me to believe it's a fucking lie. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, Drew Barrymore may not be Drew Barrymore from 20 years ago, but if Drew Barrymore sends me a nude video, you guys are all going to see it. I mean, it's just the way it goes. Yeah. Unless it's like a really kind, like, family friend or like, you know, so, like a teenager kind of like in her circle somehow, either, you know, an employee's kid, like oh. an assistant or makeup artist, something like that. Someone um, like yeah. And or I think yeah I think maybe she could have made it up just for shits and giggles I don't know if she sent it to like I don't know Rick okay you're sending a text message to someone named Rick but then inadvertently you end up sending it to Richard because that's the next person on your contact list I can see that she must have to know who that person is because everything in your phone is named I'm, I'm assuming. If you have mm-hmm. a phone saved on your number, uh, a number saved on your phone, it has a name attached to it. Yeah. So how yeah. is it going to go to a random stranger? That's why I don't believe this story. Well, Dan, yeah. bigger question: What would you? How would you feel if it, if you found out that she actually actually dentally sent it to uh, Julian Huff? Oh, I right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe that story. She ruined Dancing with the Stars the years she was on the judge. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Get over it, Danny. 
<laughs> Hashtag yeah. never forget, Danny. <laughs> Hold the branch. Get over it. <laughs> so let's move on to our ex favorite um, dad, a sitcom dad, uh, Bill Cosby. very well in, the, in last week's poll. <laughs> Bill Cosby. So according to gossip sites, they say that the reason Bill Cosby refused to be part of a sex offender rehabilitation program that would have given him an early release from prison is because he's afraid he would make his wife Camille believe he actually committed all of these assaults. Now, this was also reported, wasn't it reported like on various news? Well, no, it it, it is is confirmed that he actually did turn down this program. Mm-hmm. Um, like that he was offered um, a program for sex offenders that would, in essence, offer him the opportunity at his next parole hearing to to uh, potentially be released. Mm-hmm. And then he turned it down. Now, that part is 100 percent true. Um, but the reasoning. His, yeah. The part that's kind of up in the air is why he did it. Now, his his um, spokespeople said that it was because. Um, he, he, you know, demands that he, you know, he's still saying he didn't do any of these things. And then to be a part of a sex offender program would, would in some way give people the, the idea that he did do it. But this story said it's all about his wife, Camille, that he just doesn't want her to think he did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, I think the gossip sites sounds like it's just twisting the the reasoning to make it more dramatic, frankly. Because yeah, if I had to assume, like, you know, if you only told me that and not the reason why i'd be like oh he sees it as an admission of guilt and refuses to do so so of course he's not going to participate even if it would you know in theory theoretically get him out sooner Mm -hmm. um i think just adding camille to it makes it more dramatic Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well whatever (laughs) on to our next story i don't care very much (laughs) so this this one's a fun one so yeah, there's a lot of layers to this one. That's why it's yeah. Different. So just kind of follow follow with me here. Jennifer Aniston is worried that if Megan and Harry's ma- marriage goes bad, Megan might go after Brad Pitt, who Jen has heard Megan has a thing for. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston doesn't care about Brad Pitt anymore. My girl's <laughs> moved on. She's fucking living her best life. She doesn't give a shit. If anything, yeah. Brad Pitt anyway, cares more about her than she does about him. She's thriving. Yeah, and anyway, she's getting together with with uh, with David Schwimmer, so it doesn't matter according to other <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But but this story We're it's, that rumor because we'd like that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm alright with that. Yeah, it's what's funny after all this, this time. This story actually has some some portions of truth in it, which which I I found out later on. Because back when she, which when she and um, Brad Pitt got divorced, uh, and Meghan Markle was just at that point, I guess, like coming out of high school or something mm-hmm, like that. She wasn't, mm-hmm. she wasn't like like a known person. But apparently, friends of hers have have said in interviews that she used to say that she was going to eventually one day marry Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, I also that, was going to fucking yeah. marry. Um, oh, who did I love in middle school? I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. It was someone ran. It was. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like a Leonardo DiCaprio. That, I never that liked the guy him. from Third Eye Blind, right? No, yeah. I don't know. he was hot. No, no. Uh, <laughs> shit, I can't think of who I. Oh, Ewan McGregor. That's like saying I in oh, middle school I was going to marry. Choice. Good choice, Ewan McGregor. Um, I see you two together. No, <laughs> he probably holds you until you fell asleep every night. <laughs> oh, what a dream. 
<laughs> but no, I mean, so, 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 but they, there's apparently interviews that, that he, she at one time had, had a fixation on, on, uh, on uh, Brad Pitt. And so now they've just put that together with this. Yeah. Show. You could put together the compilation of me saying how much I love Hugh Jackman or Gerard Butler on this show and be like, so oh, that crazy broad's going for it if they were ever to be like, I divorced or whatever. By the way, about your whole Gerard Butler thing. Yes, I just watched in succession all three of the are fall uh, have fallen, fallen. movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has a horrible profile. Just so you know, I just I, oh, like from I the side. Yeah, so his side. I'm not coming at him from fallen. the side, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I, <laughs> he, he is definitely a, a much better looking man head on because because I haven't noticed it in the third film, Angel Has Fallen, because I was watching it going, wow, he got old in like three movies. But it was mostly from the side angles that I was feeling that way. Oh, okay. So just, just a little side. I, I haven't seen Or with half a mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. I haven't seen recent pictures of him, but when he first, you know, started, my God, he was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yep. P.S. I love you. Have you seen uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Don't get me started. I know. Oh, good. So, it's not real. Yeah, how do you feel about him in the 300? Because I, I oh. felt weird inside, so I'm asking another man. I think we all did. <laughs> did I even watch that? Oh, come on. Guy, guy, guys, in, guys in their underwear fighting? Who? What guy didn't watch it? Come on, Danny. Honestly, you know you what know, I love? Looks, the preview looks stupid, so I don't waste my time. Uh, it's off the beaten track that I, of his that I love. is I think it's where I first saw him is Dracula 2000. Fun little movie, man. Johnny Lee Miller's in it. Uh, Christopher Plummer's Van Helsing. It's a great little like Dracula, like very two thousands though. Like it's very like just of its time, but just a fun little horror flick. It's fun. He's a very hot. Dracula. The last one I saw with him was actually Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, is he a single wow. Gerard Butler movie since Phantom? I don't think so. I think I he, has a, he has a hate relationship with him too. Did, did he have something to do with Julianne did he, Huff? Did he, I, I really don't recall like him and Julianne opera. Huff uh, interacting. So he was good in Phantom of the Opera. He yeah, was, he was nominated. He was, I, I love him in Phantom. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so this next story, I actually have additional information that I'm going to be adding after I read. Ooh, this is exciting. So rumors Yes, it's a TMI exclusive. <laughs> rumors are flying that Katie Holmes is dating Alex Rodriguez after he was seen leaving her apartment building. So as you know, my mom is visiting right now. So I watched the Spanish gossip show that she watches at Mm -hmm. four o'clock. So today I was watching it with her and they were saying, they reported on the story as well. But what they were saying is that he's actually looking for a new apartment and it happens to be in the same building where Katie Holmes lives. So that's that's what they reported on the Spanish gossip show that my mom watches. That's, I think, also what we reported. And didn't he, like, unite with his ex- Wasn't he, like, seen with his ex-wife, like, last week, too? Yeah, he posted something on Instagram. She was, like, massaging his leg or something. He's oh, he, he's spiraling oh, in the wake oh, of Benefer. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love Benefer. Yeah. I love the Benefer stuff so much. I read that the MLS listing on the apartment he was looking at did mention that you could hump Katie Holmes if you live there. Oh so it, it might have had something to do with it. I mean, he might not have done it yet. Because he's no longer with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I think that, I was about to say, I think they finally like broke up. Together. But I like them together, yeah. I mean, we never saw them together. They weren't about, like, yeah. oh, we want to be seen, like, you know, like him with J-Lo. But yeah, like, they didn't chase oh, clout as a couple. They just, uh, that's kind of that's kind of why I really liked them, because I was like... <laughs> 
See, but this is what I don't understand. And, and, genuine and, enough, and I guess. Correct me for, for being wrong. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm, I'm not going to speculate here. But her, the first real big relationship in her life is Tom Cruise, who there are speculations may not be like 100% heterosexual. He's, okay. you know. So then, then the next big, big like, like celebrity relationship is Jamie Foxx, who there's speculations may not be incredibly heterosexual either. Oh, I didn't know that about him. No, that's, that's, I had, I had that's been this. around for a long time, oh. actually. Hmm. Um, so I, I wonder, like, you know, it's funny because Alex Rodriguez, there was years ago a rumor that that he had had um, a, a homosexual relationship with with a, a former player. Alleged. Um, so, alleged. so allegedly. Now, uh, it was a rumor. I didn't say it happened. I'm saying it was a rumor. Hmm. So I'm wondering if, like, it's just, like, maybe the succession, like, they, the story, she, he happens to be in that building. She's a, a known person to, to have dated people that have had questions about their sexuality. If that puts them two together, in, in, you know, in the press's mind, you know. Maybe. I don't know. I've, uh... you yeah. Yeah, I know. I know he. I know he played like like a guy who had a, a relationship with another man in a couple of the the playoffs when he was with the Yankees. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> so due to his next story, moving on. Due to his extreme work ethic, Ryan Seacrest was diagnosed with a severe case of chronic fatigue syndrome, which caused one of his eyes to be nearly shut and may be an indicator for something worse, like Bell's palsy. Mm. So, is this talking about that one time when they? Yeah, that. We have it on the back. How recent? How recent is that? Is that the story? The story is new, but they're saying this was this is all part of it, and and the claim is that um, he works so much that his doctors told him that he had that he suffers from chronic um, fatigue syndrome, which a lot I had it once, so it's not like it's like the 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 worst thing in the world. Yeah, a friend of mine had it or has it. (laughs) It's technically incurable, but at the same time, it sometimes just goes away. Um, which I hope would happen with Ryan, but that doesn't seem to happen. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, but yeah, his eye was effed up that one time, and he does get a little loopy occasionally on on that uh, that show with Kelly Ripper. But then again, yeah. you're sitting next to Kelly Ripper for an hour every day, so that might have something to do with it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is a thought. Yeah, you know how I feel about Ryan Seacrest. I hate him because he is responsible for the Kardashian. Mm-hmm. So. I just, I, Perhaps this is karma coming for him at last. You know, I mean, never has somebody so mediocre been this successful. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is the poster child for being the incredibly milk toast mediocre, and mm-hmm. and being just wildly famous. Yeah. You know, like they say, if you if you one day look back on him, the thing you'll remember most is him going Seacrest out because that literally is. Is and it's strange enough. It's also one thing he won't admit to me. Um, which okay. <laughs> no, I wonder yes, if he yes. also dated him next. Um, and guess who he dated? John, John, oh, yeah. Yeah. Danny's mortal <laughs> enemy. It's Haunty Danny. <laughs> the blood feud I, goes. I just deep. thought about that right now. I'm like, guess who he did? <laughs> Danny's like mm-hmm. his eyes just lit up. <laughs> she was passable as Sandy. In the life within a brief. Yeah, I haven't been a fan. That, of that's as much as nice as I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's always nice to see somebody play Sandy when they're in their mid thirties. Yeah, like I, think she, she, I think she's an incredible dancer. You know, just like her brother, a very talented dancer. But mm-hmm. that's it. Just yeah. stick to dancing. I think she's a terrible actress and and yeah. a horrible judge. 
I didn't, I didn't watch it. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this last story makes me a little crazy and, and you'll find out why. So our final story tonight says that Bradley Cooper is reportedly happy his ex, Irina Shake, 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 yeah. Shake is dating Kanye West, but wants assurances that their daughter will be left out of the spotlight. So this is what I have to say about this and why it makes me crazy. She is dating. Supposedly she is dating, you know, Kanye. How terrible could Bradley Cooper be that she'd rather be with Kanye West than it? And I'm not talking look-wise. I'm just saying he's crazy. He's nuts. So it's like, is Bradley Cooper that terrible of a person that she'd rather be with Kanye? Because I love me some Bradley Cooper. Well, speaking of speaking of rumors of uh, famous people who are, you know, maybe, (laughs) you know, don't say not Bradley. Oh, this the rumor. I I can't. Yeah, I. I, He's very pretty. I could see why that that could gorgeous. Yeah. How do you feel about Bradley Cooper, Danny? I think he should have won an Oscar alongside um, Jennifer Lawrence for the Silver Linings Playbook. He was great in that. I thought so too. Phenomenal. He deserved the Oscar. I agree. Mm -hmm. Danny, I don't know if you know this. He thought that that Julianne Hoff did a great job as a judge. No, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He did. I swear he said it. But uh, I, mean, yeah, I mean, you have to ask yourself: Could anybody actually be happy that they, that somebody that they were with at some point was is now with Kanye West? I was gonna say this. I don't think it's an indictment of Bradley Cooper as a person. It's more of an indictment of Arena. I think as a person, you think Bradley Cooper's like, whoa, bullet dodge there! Holy shit! He's just as nuts as Kanye. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. point, Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah can you yeah. imagine, like, if somebody asks you, "Oh, how's your ex doing?" Oh, she's okay. You know, she's dating Kanye West. Like, it's like, I would not be happy with if, a if man you left who, me for Kanye. Would you, yeah, you wouldn't be happy if like we got into oh, no fucking way. Kanye, right? I, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, like I'd be incensed. I'd be, I'd be like, <laughs> constantly incensed by it. Like I would just if somebody said his name, I'd, shut up. <laughs> there's there's no because I mean, you don't. You, I mean, I get it. He's got a billion dollars, which kills me the thought that he has a billion dollars. But, but okay, he has a billion dollars, but he's also mentally ill. So, yeah. so I mean, like, like you know, and 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 if he's not just, and he might be mentally ill because he probably got a venereal disease that has not been treated from being with one of the Kardashians. <laughs> but that might be just my speculation. I'm not saying it's actually true. I just think he was always crazy. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think it was so, any VD. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, not a bad-looking man. I mean, when his hair is not, like, red or whatever lunatic thing. Kanye's not bad-looking, but he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, so, I mean, right. like, what what makes you think, oh, this sounds like a good guy to bring around my child. Yeah, this yeah, is the man who posted he's himself. a Kardashian for the rest of his life. Yeah, four, ti- four yeah. times over, because they got four kids. There you oh. go. It's just, no, that's. Yeah, don't worry, Pete. If we ever get a divorce, I will not hook up with Kanye West. No, I mean, if you're gonna, if it's gonna be a hip hop artist, hmm. at least not right away. <laughs> you okay with Ludacris? Ludacris, I like. He seems like, like a nice young man. Okay, so I've, I've he is a nice young man. Yeah, there's there's always the baby. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. I don't no, know. Veronica's no, is not hooking up with the baby. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to our main story tonight. <laughs> So while going to the gossip pages, one story kept popping up about possible marital problems between singer John Legend and his wife, Chrissy Teigen. Although there are different wrinkles to the stories, one thing is constant. John, who has enjoyed a career as the nice guy R&B singer, 
is frustrated that he is married to literally the worst cyber bully ever. He thought we might take a closer look at the story and see how it might have started and discuss if there seems to be any truth to it. So who wants to start talking about Chrissy Teigen's history of being an online bully? Let's start there. Elizabeth. Well, it's it's even more complicated today. So Fill us in, girl. She's so she's she's been a troll and it is admitted to being like a troll on Twitter. You know, the feather in her cap was being blocked by Donald Trump, but she's also apparently said, you know, horrible things to Courtney Sodden when they were a teenager. Um other kind of aggressive, you know, people have not found her as like funny because a lot of her tweets can come off aggressive and whatnot. Um and so in the past couple days she posted an essay on medium apologizing again for you know, past behavior, etc., etc. Designer and project runway alumni uh, or alum, uh, Michael Costello, I think is his last name, right? Yeah. That's okay. Name. Yeah. Um, put out a uh, Instagram slide saying I was on the brink of suicide. And part of it was because she accused me of racism back in such and such a date and had you know sent me horrible texts he had screenshots etc etc now the the thing that complicates his thing is singer leona lewis came out and said you actually were racist to me and my team and the you know at such and such a date and so he's apologized she's chrissy has apologized to michael michael says he's okay with christy i believe or chrissy rather i believe and uh I don't know how Courtney Sutton has responded. I think she's kind of just done the smartest thing and stayed out of it after she said what she said, which to me is probably the smartest move. And in regards to any of this is, I guess, make your point and then leave, but maybe be watch yourself in the end of the day. So that's the whole complicated mess as it stands right now on top of Chrissy's actual other bullying behavior where, you know, a lot of snide, not even necessarily bullying against people, but the last night, yeah, I, you know, snide comments and things like that. Uh, that's that's where I'm at as knowledge wise with her. Okay, Pete, do you want to fill any? Yeah, gaps? I'll fill in. I'll fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing is, yeah, she's she's like uber aggressive with people online. Yeah. Like, like she takes it to a level that's that's way like way meaner than most people. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I mean. I've been like that at times, especially with supporting people um, in the past. But she takes it to a place about like where she's praying for them to be taking a dirt nap, like she said. Yeah, Courtney Stodden and how and um and how she said that uh, she has no interest in Sarah Palin unless she puts a gun in her face and pulls the trigger. Um, you know, and of course Lindsay Lohan, which. You know, which was another one that came out the other day that she because I guess after she made this big uh, this big apology, uh, Dina Lohan came out and said, oh, you forgot to mention that you you told my daughter that she should cut her wrist. And so, of course, that came back and the actual quote is Lindsay adds a few more. She's got a mean streak to her. She does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those mean streaks that is probably she at the time and maybe not so much now, but at the time it's like, I'm just being funny. I'm just joking. Like that kind of thing. But it's like, ah, what you said is really mean and dark. Yeah, but deep down, she's got that mean streak. In yeah. Her. I know what you're saying, Elizabeth. Exactly. Cause I actually have known people like this. Yeah. So that they like, kind of like joke it off or whatever. And they're very witty and they're very clever with their comeback. Right. But about me again? Now, what? 
Are you talking about we me? We might be. <laughs> I might be. I don't know. I'm saying I know people, so it's plural. Um, so we, you talk, you guys talked about this, um, Courtney Stodden. So after those online comments, you know, resurfaced, Chrissy Teigen obviously lost a lot of sponsorships and deals, including her new book not being offered by Macy's and her cookware being removed both from Macy's and I believe Bloomingdale's. So Tar- um, Target was the one with the with the um. The but actually, that was debunked because her yeah. cookware was actually over. So it yeah. had to do with that. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we often talk about how bad, you know, cancel culture is. So are there certain times then when it's appropriate? Go ahead, Elizabeth. Just well, I, I mean, it's, uh, the thing, the whole thing with cancel culture without jumping ahead tomorrow to tomorrow's thing is no one's really canceled because they can usually keep going in some capacity. We will not see the last of her from this. You know, people will still give her chances. Mm-hmm. I think the, you know, the very small handful of like truly canceled people have done really heinous stuff like a Cosby or a Harvey Weinstein. Um, you know, but even then, we're still talking about them in the press. They haven't gone away. They're not gone. No one, in my opinion, is truly, uh, or very rarely are they truly canceled. Um, and in this case, uh, turning her down and ignoring her for th- things because the, what the the problem with her is people were rewarding her being clever and whatnot online her which, following was going up especially yeah. was calling trump you know if mm-hmm. you look at her following and we praised it even we did too yeah i know i praised it in my dailies we yeah. actually you know went back and we looked and we were like oh did you guys see what chrissy teigen said about donald trump and his and her numbers were going up in terms yeah. of her followers go ahead but, yeah, no, exactly. You know, but either we didn't know at the time or or ignored, you know, because I probably like when she was attacking Courtney Sodden, I wasn't very active on Twitter. I didn't know about what was happening with all that. And, you know, that's a pretty mean, horrible thing to say to somebody. And I think there should be some comeuppance in that scenario. Um and I think it's tricky too with her is that she is not technically a comedian. So she, it's harder for her to say, I was doing this in the name of comedy and being a comic and, and yeah. push and pushing an edge or pushing an envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And also I, I just read an Esquire thing today that was like, if you're this rich and famous, why are you tweeting all the time? You're because just said you know what it is, and I'm going to tell you what I think it is. Yeah, she suffers from narcissism, and that's what a I lot of people do. Her. Yeah, what yeah. I've never liked about her is, you know, I mean, even before this, and I know I've expressed this on the show before. This woman just craves attention, and that's it, the and problem. It might, yeah, disease, I think I really do think it's a mental yeah. illness that you have to just. She does it to a level where you know. Mm-hmm. everything she has to put you know out there and she loves the attention and she'll do it like if she sees those numbers going up she's going to continue doing it because yeah she does suffer from that narcissism which is what i dislike about her the most and yeah. i just i don't find anything appealing about yeah her and it's a the esquire thing it was an opinion thing but it was just funny because it was like you know hand off your twitter account to somebody else and just promote your shit and like there's no need for you to get in the muck with this Mm-hmm. in a way you know it's a it's almost a dumb move but like you said it's a narcissism thing at the same time and, and she was gonna it, get off twitter and then she went right back on because she yeah from it mm-hmm. like and that's what i'm saying it is a disease i i think in yeah. my opinion 
Danny, let's hear from you and then let me go to Pete. Go ahead. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I honestly, my heart goes out to Chrissy, you know, because unless you're in her shoes, you really don't know what she's going through. Um, she's been hilarious. And who did not like those tweets, you know, against Trump? You know, like you said, you know, we talked about it on the show before. So to kind of even, you know, think anything else of her, I don't know. I've always been a firm believer in the institution of marriage. And if, you know, if we're really, the issue is between her and John, I think it would be really bad, a bad look for John Legend to dump her over something like this. Because when you take those vows, it's for good or for worse. You know, even and, if you married a crazy bitch. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like labeling people that. Really. In the, yeah. I, I, I This to me is different. He's always been very vocal about his admiration for her. I mean, he wrote the song for her, mm-hmm. you know, and it would just, I don't know. It would bring down, I think, his star a lot, you know, and I would think less of him as a man, you know, for leading his life and not at least trying to get her help if that's what's needed. Um, I would hope it's not true because they do have two kids and having been being a child of, of two divorced parents, it's hard on the kids. It really is, you know, and I wouldn't wish that on them on either miles or Luna. And I just hope that everything that this is actually false, that it's just gossip and that they're going to work out whatever issues they may have, you know, and keep on pushing through. Yeah, and I'm rooting for them. I really am. I, I no one's perfect, and I don't know when all of a sudden we became a culture that you know expects perfection. You know, and it's true. ridiculous. We're yeah. imperfect people by nature, and to think that our we're going to be judged for every little thing—it's just—it's just ridiculous. No one's perfect. No one. Leave the well, girl alone. Let me piggyback a little bit on what you just said, Danny. I, didn't John Legend come out and say something like a day ago? Yeah. He, that, you know, she had made mistakes, which makes me believe that mm-hmm. this story, you know, isn't true. Yeah. But if I, they I, were to, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate here for a second. If they were to get a divorce, I still think she would have more support than John Legend. Because she, I'm telling you, she's got this army of people behind her. And people just like, I mean, mm-hmm. a, a lot of women just like adore her. Like they worship her, you know, and I think that I think she would have more support than John Legend, to be honest. I think, you know, that's in my opinion, based on, again, what I've seen, what I read on social media. It would be troll support, though. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be like the kind of support that Mm -hmm. that financially enriches you going forward, because it'd be just basically people that enjoy people online picking on other people. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I mean, to me, like, listen, I don't. I don't even know how Chrissy Teigen became a part of our culture. Um, you know, I, I mean, she just appeared one day as like this fully formed thing that we all had to. We, we all had to have already known everything about her coming in, which which I never understood in the first place. Um, you know, because I, I I understand at some point she was a model. I don't remember as a model. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, you know. She, I know after marrying uh, John Legend, she kind of got foisted into things like that lip sync show, you know, and, and some other projects. But I, I mean, I never kind of, and again, maybe it's just, maybe I'm not in circles that would, would have known who she was. Uh, but I never kind of knew who she was in the sense of like, she just one day was famous and like, no, I think, I mean, I think the PR machine 
worked mm-hmm. in her favor because definitely it was like one day she wasn't there, then suddenly she was everywhere. Yeah, and I was like, oh, who is this? It's yeah. it's yeah. weird because it doesn't happen like that very often where somebody just becomes like like well known in the sense of you're supposed to know who she is, mm-hmm. um, even if you don't. And I mean, in the reality of it is, if she wasn't like this, the the internet troll that she is, I would probably only know her as the woman that John Legend wrote all of me about. Um, and, I mean, and because that, that's really her crowning achievement, is that he, he loved her enough to write like a song that probably a gazillion people have gotten married to since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being, yeah, that being said, I though, I, I have to honestly say, that anybody who's who's like outraged about the stuff she wrote to Courtney Stone or the stuff she said about Lindsay Lohan, you got to ask yourself: Was anybody not saying stuff stuff was mean about them at the same time that this was happening? Because I know that like Courtney Stone was a little bit before like our like TMI time, so because mm-hmm. it was like 2010, 2011. But I remember from back then, and I looked it up today. She was a nasty, like a nasty, I hate to use the word bitch because I know I don't want to like make that when it comes to like a, strictly for a woman. Men can be bitches too. But mm-hmm. she was a nasty little little 16-year-old who thought she knew more than adults did. And when they were saying, well, how could you be involved with a guy who's nearly 50? She was basically saying, it's none of your fucking business. You know, and and so there was a lot of jokes. I mean, like stand-up comics, late night yeah. hosts all did. I think like the soup. It. I feel like went after her. Yeah, oh, they all did. Yeah. Everybody went after her because she was essentially like a, a Doctor Phil experiment gone wrong. Like mm-hmm. she was like every person who's ever been on Doctor Phil, and you know, just in a more public eye because her husband at the time had been in the Green Mind because that was basically his his big claim to fame. Um, but and then Lindsay Lohan. We made jokes about Lindsay Lohan. Every person that I've ever seen in entertainment made jokes about Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. The public made sure that Lindsay Lohan would never be taken seriously as an actress again. And and it's and you know what? And and it's not like we should all say, "Oh, I'm sorry for doing it." Lindsay Lohan was somebody that had an incredible amount of success at a very early age and pissed it away. And I think it, it incensed a lot of people. And because of that, there was this backlash against her. And so if Chrissy Teigen, who had in 2011 was nobody, decided to write smart-ass comments to, 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 to Courtney Stodden and to Lindsay Lohan, so what? I, I mean, so mm-hmm. what? I mean, yeah, because it's, it's funny because we all loved her for the stuff she said about Trump. And, and it's funny because there was an article that said that, that, she's, that her trolling Trump made her exponentially famous her her um i think her following went up fourfold Mm -hmm. in the four years that trump was president and so we all loved her doing that to trump but we didn't like it but now we have to go back to something when she was not famous 2011 nobody knew who chrissy keegan was um and we have to and we have to then say she should be she should be like repentant for things that like anybody else who wasn't a public person was saying about the same about these people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we weren't saying kill yourself, but we were saying mean, horrible things about these people too. Yeah, no, and I, you know, everything you just said, just because I'm not a fan of hers, I don't understand the appeal that people feel towards her. But I do agree with what you said. You know, what makes it different? You know, what was the difference from what she said 10 years ago when we were all applauding her, including myself, you know, when she would go back at Trump. So that is, that's fair to say. And just because I've been negative today towards Julianne Huff doesn't mean I wish her bad. 
No, you do. Don't lie. You, no, you, you giggle like a Daddy bitch. Doesn't have have to no, he doesn't. Of all the people, no, of all the people, I really don't think Danny wishes anyone else. Yeah, I, out of all the people that we know, as people that have been on this panel, yeah. Daddy's the least person that would wish anybody any bad. Yeah, you, know, I think you the, go through enough things in life, you just realize, you know, at the end of the day, we're all imperfect humans. Mm-hmm. And we just got to roll with it, you know, and try to be as supportive as we can towards each other. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Seriously, I don't necessarily hate on people, you know, but oh, I it's hate like. <laughs> I hate people. Ser- seriously, though, Daddy, like, let's say Julianne Huff's crossing Sunset and, and she breaks a heel and a gas truck runs her over. You're not going to be sad about it, right? That's sad. <laughs> you know, because, you know, you do the right thing. And if you can get there on time and push her out the way, then you push her out the way. She yeah. broke a heel. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. She broke a heel. The gas truck was coming. Should have been cool. waiting for the light to change. That's so what thing. we learned today is obviously Daddy's a much better person. Yeah. Than so. oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say. With Go ahead, the... Elizabeth. Let's finish off the topic with you. <laughs> well, I think it's just it's uh, she's also bearing the brunt of a, a reckoning we're all having with how we treated women in the media in that era that mm-hmm. we're coming to terms with now between Britney Spears and looking back at how we treated, you know, a Paris Hilton, a Lindsay Lohan, things like, you know, people like that who maybe don't like the, don't like them or don't care for them. And that's fine. But I think the point that everybody's learning now and looking back in frank in horror at like oh what have i done in the past is the the vitriol that they were attacked with with people saying kill yourself you're useless you're a piece of shit you should fucking die because i don't like you and there's no need for that obviously but at the time it was like weirdly acceptable like the 2000s and early 2010s were like kind of acceptable for a real harsh and mean brand of comedy and being online making fun of people it was a very kind of dark time in a way and so i think you know chrissy and others i'm sure if i went back i probably haven't said anything super nice you know i've never encouraged anyone to die but i i'm sure i've made some snarky comments or some snarky retweets or even just retweeted things that maybe i shouldn't have um and it and so i you know is the punish does the punishment fit the crime when really we've all committed the crime? Is really a, a good question. Yeah. And this is why uh, Pete can't run for president. Well, listen, I don't care. I mean, like I, I, I've, I've already kind of come to peace with the fact that if, if for some reason we had a level of success that, that we don't have now, you know, my past would come up with, with all the jokes and all the things I've written. I, I mean, but again, you know, the problem to me is, I think that more people get in trouble when they don't own up to it than when they do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I I, you know, it's, it's like, look at Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, they try to get him two or three different times. And every time they try to do it, he basically said, I did that in the past. So what? I'm not doing it now. Mm-hmm. And, and it worked. Yeah. He, he faced a little backlash and then, then he's back to, you know, making movies where he's getting paid 40 million a movie. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't, you know, I, I really think it's like, it's like the, I think Veronica asked before if, um, you know, what came out of the, the whole thing with Cor- if, what Courtney Snowden felt about it. Courtney Snowden came back and said, well, you know, I think that basically uh, Chrissy Teigen's doing this as a publicity stunt, the, the whole apology thing, because she's never actually reached out to me or mm-hmm. anybody I know personally, that her apologies to me have all been public apologies. Um, and so, 
So I'll, she said, I'll accept her apology, even though I don't think it's real. And and the truth of it is, you know what? And that's it's her choice to say that too, you yeah. know, she accepts it or not. When, when you get caught out there doing something wrong, if your first instinct is to apologize, you know, and say, I did, you know, I used to be a monster. I'm not a monster anymore. You're, you're dead in the water right now. But you know what? It's, it's like, look, I did something. Am I, would I do it today? No, I wouldn't do it today. And that's, and that's the end of the conversation. So, you know, yeah. and, and that's how it should be. And, and, you know, and I know, again, we're, we're probably are cr- crashing into some of the stuff <laughs> we're going to do tomorrow, which tomorrow should be a fun version of the cancel. Yeah. yeah. I say, um, but yeah, like you said, acknowledging the mistakes, like Seth Rogen made great points where he's like, recently where he's like the comedy i was doing back in the day while it was enjoyed and people liked it is not going to it's it's not going to fly today and that's okay that it's not going to fly today i would not try to do what i was doing in 2006 or what you know whatever year it was i would not try to do that now because i know maybe i knew better then but it was still like acceptable then that which i don't people don't seem to understand like yeah, we knew we were making people like gay people or minorities or what have you, the butt of jokes, but it was okay. And I'm not saying it is okay, but no one, you know, unfortunately they didn't have those kinds of people. Those groups didn't have the voice then that they do now to rightfully say, Hey, don't make me the butt of the joke. And so, but when you acknowledge like, Hey, that's not an okay joke I made back in the day. And it's not a joke I'd make now. I think that's the right move. And that's the smart move. Um, and, and I think a more genuine move. But to, yeah, kind of like, you know, just saying, oh, I'm sorry for anything I did in the past. Okay, bye. You know, it's I feel like in a way Chrissy should say, like, look, I was not the only one talking shit about these people in the, at the time. Go check your, you know, I'm not saying it was right, but go check your own shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, that's, but that's the thing. See, you know, if if she had come out of the uh, out of the miscarriage that she had and woke up one day and, and took to Twitter and said, you know what, you know, the, I realize now life is precious. And, and a few years back, I, I realized I said some really horrible things about about some people wishing mm-hmm. them death and everything else. And today, I want to apologize to all those people. If she had done that without somebody already calling around, catching her out there with it, then it comes it becomes more genuine. But the fact that she's doing it after she's She's lost contracts and lost sponsorship money. It just comes across like, wow, I got caught doing something and now I'm going to apologize because that's what you do when you want to try mm-hmm. and rectify your situation. It's the difference between the, the earnest apology and the handler's apology. Yeah. And she's clearly doing the handler's apology. And so to me, I don't think she did anything wrong because, because I think she just was being somebody that on like everybody else now yes that's wrong but that's mm-hmm. that's also pretty much our culture you know i mean yeah. find me the late night show that's not going to do that tonight about somebody that in 10 years is going to look really bad that they did that mm-hmm. you know and and you know and i'll say oh jimmy fallon because he's the mm-hmm. only one who doesn't do it because he has no fucking spine but everybody else you know they they, they you know like jimmy jimmy kimmel in 10 years, we'll look at some of the stuff he says tonight and go, mm-hmm. wow, maybe, you know, maybe with the hindsight, I wouldn't have said that now, mm-hmm. you know, because, because just, you know, people's morality changes, the way we look at things change. And she could so easily have just said, you know what, I said stuff back then that I wouldn't say today, and that's just the end of the story. But that, yeah. you know, the minute she apologized, that's when she lost all her deals. Yeah, let's, let's learn from Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo is a perfect, perfect example. example. 
He's like, I just, I, look, I'm a guy, I'm running a state. I just wanted to get laid. I'm sorry I did that. And that's, and that's all he did. That was the end of the story. Oh, you want to throw story. me out? Like that. That's <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So let's move on to our final segment tonight. Every week, the panel on TMI Daily shares its opinions on a wide range of topics from politics to celebrities to pop culture. But very rarely do we try helping people in their everyday lives. <laughs> so for that reason, tonight, we've gathered some actual questions from online advice columns so that we can give the kind of expert advice you'd expect from out-of-work actors and writers who do a podcast in a segment we like to call Dear TMI Daily. Okay, so our first question comes from Confused Couple, and she writes, Dear TMI Daily, About a year ago, we received a save the date from a couple identified only as Max and Jenny with their photo and the date of their planned wedding. Neither my wife nor I recognized the names or the photograph. We put the date on our calendar expecting to hear more later. Now we have received another notification postponing the date for another year, presumably because of COVID. This card also had only their first names and photos, and we still did not recognize them. (laughs) It did have a return address, which we did not recognize either. Should we contact the couple via mail to ask who they are? We are wondering for whom we should be saving this date for. I, this is the funniest thing. It's, it's funny. It's very funny. I don't, Wait, that's it? I, huh? That's it? That's it. What so do you want it to be? If she should contact him via mail saying, hey, sorry, guys, we got your save the day, but who are you? Might be a long lost relative. Why not? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's a trap. Yeah, I just. I it's going to be some Midsommar shit. They're being invited to some kind of cult situation. It's, it's like the beginning of any hostel film. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think you know, they're in Serbia getting chased in the woods. What I think is weird is that the fact that it's like no last names, just like first and mm-hmm. last name. I mean, first names, that's it, no last name. Yeah. So it could just be, I mean, I know sometimes, you know, you do meet people. Like, I remember one time I was at a party and this girl comes up to me and she starts talking to me and she's like, oh, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, good. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. Turns out I, I had supposedly met her like at another mutual friend's party. I had no idea who this girl was. But like, that does happen, right? I mean, I'm Yeah, sure that I'm just not. happened to my yeah, friend and I, I went to um, on Facebook that I don't know really well. Like, I'm yeah. very curious about my Facebook friends. I really have to know who you are. And again, like, just because I meet somebody like at a party or a mutual friend, I'm not going to accept it. So I'm like, we're not friends. But that's like, again, normal. But somebody that like mails you a, a safe like, How do they have your address? Rest. Yes, that's what I'm not just the first one. They sent you a second one. Second one. Oh, yeah. And with no last name. We're yeah. moving the date. No, <laughs> it's the... Well, you can always use Google Maps to see what the address looks like. Yeah, maybe it'll jog your memory if you're like, you know, oh, right, the town where we committed that murder 20 years ago. I mean, I did that the day we went to the... Coming to collect. The day we went to your barbecue, that's what I did because I didn't want to get there and not know which house it was in case the number was not, you know, visible. Hmm. Okay. But even then, though, like, even if you Google the house, I mean, if you don't recognize somebody's name, 
or a dress. Like, why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I'm telling you, I smell trap all over this. Don't go. Yeah, I think it's trying like, to kill you. <laughs> I feel like COVID is going to be one of those things that's going to really screw us up for a long time because it's going to prove how full of shit most people are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been for years using a technique that, that like, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I, I say the same thing to people that I remember as people I don't remember. So that if I see somebody I don't remember, it looks like I do remember you. So like, I always do, hey, you, because uh, <laughs> I know. Do you even know anyone know on this panel, Pete? Yeah, yeah, I just did it to you when you came on tonight. I do that all the time. <laughs> I did. I always go, hey, you, because I know like that would mean if I'm standing next to Elizabeth and somebody else who I'm supposed to know, Elizabeth's going to assume I know them because that's the way I address her. And they're going to think I know them because I'm saying something I say to everybody else. But I think now that we've had COVID for a year, it's like somebody you might have met in like February of last year who for some bizarre reason remembers you is, is going to be a real bitch to you when, when you run into them next, like later on this year. And they've had a year and a half of, of COVID fatigue. And they come, hey, how you been? How's, how are your dogs? How you? Oh, man, you are great. it's great seeing you. It's so great seeing you. <laughs> or what if you met someone wearing a mask and then yeah. you know, they just yeah, yeah. Well, without Because at least you can joke over that part. But now there's definitely going to be people that you're going to see. Like I was thinking like we, we auditioned people back in January of last year that have never done a show that, that, that have been corresponding with me for a year and a half now that, that like I may see in like three or four months and have no recollection, recollection of who they are or why I thought they were good enough to be in the show a year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, it's, but, but so, you know, to me, like I was just telling this couple, I think Elizabeth's right. This is definitely a trap, but yeah. you know, maybe send back and say, Hey, funny story. We can't be. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who are you? Yeah, pretty much. And or just don't you, go like, with the wedding and just yeah. ignore it. Yeah. It's like you're going to get the wedding that you don't even know like who it is. Well, these are, only save the dates so it's only just a heads up of the date you wait for the actual invitation that should hopefully have their last names on it oh that's, yeah, then, that's definitely coming yeah. and then and then you can be like oh that fucking guy forget it because <laughs> yeah, clearly you don't have a great relationship with them if you it's literally like, like if you have to be reminded of it if you're given a photo and you don't know who the fuck they are, yeah, you're super tight. I can't believe. Thank God that's not. She's not. The girlfriend's not getting like. Can't wait to have you in the bridal party. Notices that she doesn't know who the hell they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next question comes from unedited. She writes, "Dear TMI Daily, my boyfriend, who's 19, edits my appearance in his photos." I don't have Instagram, but he's always had permission to post photos of me. Anyway, my friend was on her phone and I saw one of his pictures pop up. I asked her to go into his account and every single picture of us was edited. Not extremely, and he edits himself too, but the stuff he does for me is a bit insulting. My skin is much more pale, my boobs are bigger, I'm smiling with teeth, completely clear face. He edits himself too, but not to the extent that he edits me. I'm pretty insulted by this. Is natural me not good enough for you? I ask myself. But at the same time, I'm wondering if he's just really insecure and I'm being roped into it. Should I approach this gently? What are your thoughts to unedit? No, fuck him. Fuck him and this <laughs> stupid asshole. What a piece of shit. He doesn't like you. 
if he's ashamed enough of you to edit you in a photo that he's posting for other people to see, he doesn't really like truly like slash love love you. Come the fuck on, that's that's terrible. And I don't and I know he's editing himself too, but that just means he's super insecure as well. So if anything like were to go wrong with his appearance in some like drastic way. She'd have to probably comfort and coddle him. And in fact, if she confronts him, she, he's probably going to have like a breakdown and and she's going to have to do all the fucking emotional labor for this asshole. Fuck this guy. Dump his ass and, and, and go enjoy your life. Yeah, I, I come to the conclusion when we read these stories that there's a lot of really insecure people in relationships. These yeah. Days. Because it's always something, something bizarre about about like, like listen if, if Veronica was kind of like, she puts up a lot of photos of her and I together and, and even I'm like I don't know if I'd be that proud to say you're with me um, <laughs> but, but she's never once tried to make me look thinner or smarter or less of a jerk um, <laughs> basically she's she's documenting she's the CNN of my relationship she's documenting this as it happens what's it all that's I would probably be a little freaked out if she if she did something else. Like, I mean, I know people that 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 like you know know how to really take angled photos of themselves so they don't look yeah. exactly the way they actually do. And that's, I do that sometimes I mean, too. I'm not gonna lie, I do like like certain angles. You know that, but that's, see that I'm okay with though because yeah. that's that's like that's one thing. Yeah, I mean, and 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 listen, I'm, I'm going to send this message out to everybody out there. When all we see is your face in a photo, especially with women, because I don't see guys doing this mo- uh, this most of the time, we know it's because you're fat. I, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean to say that. Like, I'm 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 not trying to be like fat shaming anybody, but when when the when the camera is this close to your face, and you can only see from the here to here, we know that you have a weight issue. And so it's, it's, and also we know when we see a guy with his shirt off in the photo, you have an incredibly small penis. Um, because they, cause, cause you're only showing off your chest because maybe that's better than what your genitals look like. But, um, so, all right. But yeah, they should, she should not be with somebody that's, that's editing her images in photos. No, it's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. Why is the water skin paler? That, that I can't figure out. That's a weird one. That's what, that's what, that's, that's, that raises a lot of questions about like, Mm-hmm. Is she is she like a different ethnicity than him, and is he like hiding that somehow, or or is she like uh, not secretly not as okay with it as he's claiming? I, this, it's a, Who knows? See, get rid of this guy. Me all the time that she's brown, and I look at her, I'm like, yeah, you're you're br- as brown as I would be if I stood outside for five minutes, and, and so so like I I just don't see like you know why would you make somebody paler? I don't I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm pale okay. enough as it is. <laughs> Our final question comes from No Role to Play, and he writes, "Dear TMI Daily, I've been dating this girl for over two months. She's way out of my league in terms of both socioeconomic status and physical attractiveness, and I consider myself very lucky for it." And I've been altering our photos on my Instagram, <laughs> and I'm wondering if she's going to freak out. <laughs> our relationship seemed perfect, and I was already planning what ring to buy her until she came to me with a disturbing confession. She admitted to me that a major reason she's sexually attracted to me is because I'm a descendant of a Holocaust survivor. Holy shit. She has a persistent sexual fantasy of being a Nazi concentration camp guard who was overpowered and raped by a male Jewish prisoner. 
I've rejected the idea before, both because I find bringing sexual pleasure out of the Holocaust tasteless, and because I don't have a violent, I don't have violent sexual desires. You're also not fucking insane, but go on. Regardless, she is insistent that I give it a try. She even went so far as to buy the costumes from both of us. No! But I have one friend advised me, run the hell away. So if, if Chris was on, this would be the moment where he would say, okay, hold on. Is this real? Yes. Yeah, it is. yeah. This is so I was about to say the same thing. That can't be real. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I say just run and get the hell out of there. That's the only thing. There's nothing else to say. Yeah, run for the hills, run for your life, man. What? Because, buddy, she's going to want to do the role play where you overpower her one time, and then she's going to want to switch it up, and it's going to get a lot weirder and darker from there. See, yeah. see, I think the real problem with the story is that somebody actually figured that they should get advice from somebody else about whether or not this was a bad idea. Like, like he just he, he sat there and listened to her say, you know what? You're a descendant from somebody who's the Holocaust, and I'd like to pretend that I was a Nazi uh, guard, and you're my Jewish prisoner, and I and and you raped me, um, and that wasn't a trigger enough to say, you know what? This is probably not going in the direction I really want our relationship to be. See, Let me write this to somebody this first. Stuff and see. Up, hey, you don't think some of these people make this stuff up and they still send it? I mean, I see, mean, there are a lot of messed up people though in this yeah, world. I, I mean, I, I, I guess anything is possible. I mean, you know. It's like it's like I'm pretty sure those penthouse letters aren't all real. Like yeah. like not if not every guy washing his car meets two women and ends up back in their apartment with them. But but I mean, and I'm sure that some of these 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 um, like these questions come from people that just want to see something in a in a in a column. I would tend to believe there was there was more chance that these are real than like 20 years ago when it was only in a newspaper and maybe some lunatic wanted to see something they wrote in the newspaper. Because now, I mean, anybody could have something written online. It's not like such a big deal. Yeah. You know? But and also, so- online has opened up such a world of, like, access to other weirdos, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can find yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. And there are probably, I mean, what's fucked up is there probably are people who have that weird, specific, this Nazi officer, weird, yeah. Holocaust camp prisoner uh fetish yeah uh, it's probably out there i mean that's, there's that's i mean there's so many sexual fetishes out there that again we shouldn't be surprised like you just said but this, this is one kink i am going to shame because holy shit yeah, is it fucked up yeah that's messed up on so many levels so yeah we were th- we thought about we're like should we do this one or not we're like yeah i mean it is an actual you know, question. Anyway. All right. Well, that is our show for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow at 6 p.m. Bye, everyone. Have a good night and stay safe. Bye.